0: Do you hate your job? Of course you do. So do Liz and Noah. Now it's time to join their conversation so you can figure out how to quit your soul-crushing job.
1: When Can I Quit My Job, episode 30. Hello, quit heads, and welcome to another episode of When Can I Quit My Job? I am Noah, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Liz. How you doing, Liz? Good. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> thank you? you for asking. Yeah. Oh, we're going to do our shtick again. I forget.
0: I thought, what do you mean, our shtick?
1: Our shtick. Stealing other people's intros. I, I thought we it.
0: decided not to do that.
1: Yeah. Maybe we did. Who knows? Maybe I need to drink more.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so well, you how, have how does that help you decide if we were doing a shtick or not?
1: Oh, I just am a, just a more random, more random thoughts enter my head when I, when I'm drinking.
0: Oh, okay. I don't, yeah. I believe we decided we were not going to steal other people's intros. We could always borrow them. Well, or borrow. Okay. Well. I we'll think probably our cut most is of this is now talking about how we opened the show.
1: Oh. Well, that's probably an boring. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it accidentally became that. Yeah. So, what is the show so, about?
1: Yeah, I didn't tell you. No. So, I want to talk about business efficiency. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that. Well, so, does that conjure up any ideas in your head when I say that?
0: Yeah. I think. S- maybe not the same as mm. what you're thinking.
1: So, we just got back from a cruise, right?
0: right we did our first ever never been i think we mentioned that in a previous episode
1: we probably have and should we give a shout out to our first listeners that we've met yeah so matt matt and becky jones Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. our first quit heads that we've met that weren't you know just our family or friends or something like that so that was pretty fun pretty Mm -hmm. cool yeah got to hang out with them on the cruise so, if you want to look up what the cruise was about, it it was uh, it was a cruise to Alaska, and it's called the Contra Cruise. And I've mentioned Tom Woods on the show before, and it has to do with economics and other stuff like that that you may or may not be into. But broadly, I just wanted to give a shout out, not talk too much about the cruise. But
0: yeah, okay. So,
1: also tangentially related to the cruise, I was thinking about this while we were gone, and so okay, I'll I'll ask you first if you have any like. If when I say business efficiency, if anything pops into your mind or what it makes you think about,
0: as in not related to the cruise, like is not trying. To, I'm not trying to draw. Uh, yeah. from no. that, I
1: guess you could. Yeah, whatever pops into your head.
0: Okay, well, I mean, I guess when you said business efficiency, I was thinking about things we do to run our business. Mm-hmm. So, like for example, we used to. So as a, we never really hand. Folded our letters, but. Okay. We might have we for our first
1: couple mailings, but. Oh, yeah.
0: no. No. We never folded. We never did? No. Never okay. that many. Yeah, you might be right. We got the. So we got a thing a little machine that you drop a paper into and it folds it for you, a tri-fold so it'll fit perfectly in an envelope. Mm-hmm. And we hand stuffed those into envelopes and right. even I think we hand stamped them we did. for a time. So... But we didn't that, get the
1: licky stamps, we got the sticky stamps.
0: Right. I mean, I don't even know how common it is to get licky stamps yeah i fun, don't know if they make fun those anymore phrase there <laughs> um but so for us it, that was a way to start out because well it was a place we knew where to start mm-hmm. but it took up time and now yes. we we outsource that mm-hmm. so we don't print out and mail the letters from home anymore we right. send a spreadsheet with all the information that goes into a mail merge so that document also gets sent mm. um, and we so we pay for that service and they print and mail the letters out so yeah that's an example in our business anyway and that's, that's more efficient for s- us
1: I was just gonna mention the service we use is called offers to owners yes um, offers to owners that's how we send our <laughs> offers to owners
0: so um, and I I know we're trying to think of all I mean as business owners I think in general People try to look for Ways to be more efficient That's
1: mm-hmm. Yeah So your Your first thought When thinking of efficiency Is time efficiency Yes
0: Okay Yeah so there's, there's Well time is money um, Right well, th- yeah, So yeah I'm thinking of time efficiency Like I think back mm-hmm. to the example of I mean we We talked about like I think it was So we were thinking about Or no We were talking about I think we were Ripping on the government a bit And like government jobs And hmm so i guess in the reverse way the the joke was like they had shovels and you're like to create more jobs give Hmm. them spoons right which is the opposite of efficiency so hence the joke right right? it's right (laughs) so yeah um so anything that makes it quicker so shovels are quicker than spoons right (laughs) and
1: And backhoes are are, are more efficient than shovels yeah right yeah it's a joke you can i think i can tell it. it it only takes a second to tell it there's a an american goes to i think in the joke it's china and there's all these people digging ditch uh, ditch with shovels and he says why why are these people using shovels when they could be using a backhoe, and the, the representative of China says, "Well, it's a jobs program," and then the American looks confused for a second, and then he says, "Well, then why aren't they using spoons?" <laughs> that's that's the joke yeah, because
0: he gets me every time. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it'll make you oh, chuckle. Yeah. Uh, so sorry, anyway, we
0: want to go in the opposite of direct direction. Right. We don't want to go towards spoons. We want to go we towards toes. We want
1: a double backhoe. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a figure skating Uh-oh. move.
0: Did you get my joke, though? We so want to use hose. Yeah, yeah, we I got it. away from spoons and going towards hose. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 exactly. <laughs>
0: so yeah, but I was definitely thinking of time efficiency. Okay. When you yeah. were talking about business. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So yeah, there's so there's a couple different measures of efficiency and things like that so yeah time is a big one obviously and then uh for instance when we were using making uh stuffing our own envelopes for our business we i could buy bulk rate stamps on ebay for like i bought i think i bought a thousand for like three hundred and forty dollars or something like that which works out to 300 or 34 cents per stamp so that's that's money efficiency so that that comes Mm, into it too Mm -hmm. so we're now spending nearly twice that just to save time so uh, at this stage working at the level that we're working with and the money we're making time efficiency is more important than well and money efficiency yeah i don't know if i can totally say that because for that at least (laughs) for for mailing envelopes because we were spending hours a week or
0: yeah well no sometimes it's so like you're with a transaction I mean, maybe it's not always money efficiency, like you're saying, or right. I mean, maybe you're, you're spending more to save time, which maybe in the end saves more.
1: Right. And you may have to, you may have to have some sort of idea of what you think you're worth in your own mind. And a lot of people who have jobs might think, oh, I'm worth, I'm worth $15 an hour, I'm worth $20 an hour or something like that. But that's not true. Like, I don't think that's true for most people who have certain skill sets or who are able to develop skill sets. Your, your time is worth more than you think it is and like i feel like i should be aiming for closer to like a thousand dollars an hour which sounds ridiculous or like high <laughs> in the sky but yeah. that's what i feel like i should be working towards because literally like if you think of just we mentioned in this podcast before scott todd who works on or in, in his business 10 10 hours a month i uh, assume he makes more than ten thousand dollars a month so like that's that's my goal is more like a thousand dollars an hour like i haven't done that yet or come close to it yet but i am not thinking about twenty dollars an hour anymore or like man because i was making like twenty three dollars an hour when i quit the post office and i wouldn't have quit if i thought that was more than i'm worth so there's that to take into consideration and yeah so right now like i like i've mentioned on here before i'm i'm working a twenty two-hour week, basically. I want to make that, I mean, for what I'm trying to earn, I think I'm trying to earn about $50 an hour right now, which is me working a lot more in our business than I really want to. Like, I don't really want to work that much, but I'm just doing it to kind of jumpstart us because I did quit my job. But this is actually all kind of a tangent off of what I actually wanted to talk about. Well, so yeah, there's another... Get to it. <laughs> There's another type of efficiency that most people might not think about. And it's more of something to think about if you are or are striving to be a business owner. And the reason I'm thinking about it is because we just got back from our cruise. And what happened when we were on our cruise was basically our business stopped for the most part. Right. Um, We do have...
0: Took an actual vacation.
1: Took an actual vacation, which meant our business took a vacation. Right. And that's not what we want to happen in the long term so we do have i haven't even talked to i didn't talk to i mentioned before that we have somebody doing ads for us on craigslist and facebook i didn't talk to him before we left i haven't talked to him since we got back we just got back yesterday so i don't know if he's been putting up ads and responding to people and getting leads or not i I would hope so so on some level our business was doing something at least while we were gone and I could have spent a few hours working on our business while we were on vacation if we had service but we didn't really have service because we were in Alaska and things like that
0: well and we also because we'd never been on a cruise I mean it's pretty rare that we don't have service like even when we went to Spain we had Wi-Fi Free. it was free and I stayed
1: yeah and I can work when I'm on Wi-Fi because I facebook is most of what i do right now
0: so and to be honest like it hadn't really crossed my mind that we were not gonna have wi-fi right on the ship and so maybe that's like a rookie mistake but so i just made that assumption
1: yeah apparently we could have have paid like hundreds of dollars to have really shitty wi-fi that still didn't work
0: yeah yeah i only know one person who had who bought a internet package and it always disconnected on her phone mm-hmm. um so i mean we were not planning to work necessarily when we were there but like yeah. had there been a pop-up i would think on your phone someone's mm-hmm. super interested you probably would have given them the time of day right a little bit right um but we <laughs> you were nickel and dimed so much on this cruise
1: 10 and 20 Right <laughs> more, more like
0: Yeah more, more like that yeah So I think we really If we had really really like at that point We would have had to decide to like Work if we're going to yeah, be paying Right it would have then I think Been like okay to really make it worth it You might as well set aside an hour Or so a day yeah. To correspond with people Yep. Because choosing between
1: work And vacation basically
0: Yeah because it was not just already there Yeah. So just to give even a little bit more context to that.
1: Sure. So I hear a lot from the people I'm inspired by in business and things like that, that you want your, I mean, your base level should be that when you take a week off, two weeks off, whatever, that your business treads water. It stays where it would have been if you'd been there. And ideally it would even improve. So
0: wow. We didn't even talk about that before we, had, we yeah. went on vacation. But
1: we're not there yet. I mean, our business isn't to that point yet. And I know that right. I knew that before we went. I knew I mean, no sales were going to happen when we were gone. I knew that. Hey guys, I just want to take a quick second and share with you a new project I just put together. This is a compilation of angry voicemails set to some epic music. I think you'll enjoy the sample. I think you'll enjoy the full thing even more. Yeah, I received some sort of a purchase agreement.
0: You sent us an offer for $450? You guys sent me
1: a fucking thing about my property. property. Looks like a scan.
0: We will sell this land when we are
1: good and ready to sell this land. So I'm pretty proud of this project. At the time I told Liz it was the greatest thing I've ever done. You'll definitely want to hear the full version on our Patreon page. Go check it out. Now back to the show. And obviously our business isn't a business if we're not making any sales. So I knew that us being gone, our business wouldn't just continue as as normal. Okay. We could have set up emails to go out. I pre set up one of these one of our podcasts to go out and And that did as far as we know. It went out, yeah. It, it went did. Out I checked. Even I we checked. The, like one of the really? three hours we had service, I looked, and mm-hmm. it did come out.
0: But like I couldn't, uh, since I handle the social media, mm-hmm. and I usually on Mondays when our podcasts come out, I will be the one that posts on all of our platforms. Episode ten now live. Oh right. Um, not that that we don't have a huge reach at this point, but just for consistency, and like, I just do that each time. Yeah. I'll do it on Monday when the podcast is live i couldn't do that this time yeah actually so and i think there might be things out there i'm pretty sure there are where you can schedule stuff like that but because by that point on monday we were out of reach it didn't happen
1: so if you've we've mentioned this book on this program before the four hour work week there's it kind of gives you gives you steps to kind of phasing yourself out of your job and it's the same thing you want to do as a true entrepreneur so right now as far as like entrepreneurial things uh, me being an entrepreneur is probably maybe 15% of what I do a lot of what I do is work so there's a there's working on your business and there's working in your business and working in your business is like me working on Facebook me talking to customers and that kind of thing and working on my business is systematizing strategizing where do we want to go figuring out
0: like the direction the right future.
1: it really really it's <laughs> the entrepreneurial part of my job is figuring out how to not have to do it <laughs> as strange as that sounds I mean because that's what that's that's a huge reason why I chose doing this is because I mean they they market it at when I say they uh, the people who got tr- got me interested in this were the land geek Mark Podolsky and that podcast but but yeah it's like it's it's about not making a job for yourself it's about building a business for yourself learning the job part of it enough to teach someone else how to do it for you and being profitable enough to pay them I mean that's really why I want to do this it's because I don't want to work in this business i i have no problem working on it strategizing doing like this podcast is fun even you know it's not really a part of our business but so like just getting to the point where so okay i talked to mike Zeno, who's one of the coaches uh for the land geek Mm -hmm. and i talked to him before we bought a piece of land and he said whatever you're doing you should be recording it before i ever bought a piece of land he's like very first thing you should start doing record what you're doing as in like there's a there's a program called podcast and it's free free to download and basically what it does is it's a screen capture and it also records the microphone off your computer so you can talk and show what you're doing so it's like it's like okay this is me going to youtube and uh typing in this video and clicking it or something like that but you can do more in-depth things mm-hmm. so for us using vas that's how we that's how we train them in this business so anything you're learning how to do once you have figured out how to do it you should really be recording it and training someone else to do it but that also assumes that you're being profitable but so he told me like right from the get-go like you know as you're learning this stuff you should be recording it and basically you know you create a file that saves that so you're able to to use it to train another person so it's like mailing Okay, like so you do the mail merge. So you would take like how long does it take you to do a mail merge?
0: Do you mean for our offers to owners? Yes. Well, so I don't actually mm, Do you After
1: I you've d- uploaded the initial template. Each week when you do our mailings, how long does that take you?
0: Well, I don't do the merge itself. They well, offers to owners does the merge. I okay. have a I have a Word document that's kay. the template. So do
1: you have to upload the template every time? or do you have yeah. it saved on the you don't have it saved on offers to owners you have to upload no, it every it's time
0: you upload it every time so you upload a, the, the lists the excel okay so we have
1: an excel file that has a list of owners and addresses and things like that and then we have a word document which is the letter we're sending out and there's certain blanks in the letter that get filled in yeah. by the excel file such as name owner address and things like that
0: so the actual uploading doesn't take long creating the list takes some time the t- the right. list that I attach because it's a new little scrubbed right. list every time and
1: you do a little bit of scrubbing every week right kind I of do yeah yeah
0: yeah we eliminate I eliminate uh, I eliminate the duplicates mm-hmm. pretty much each each week or I mean so we don't,
1: we don't send we don't send more than one offer to one person
0: right we try not to I can't say we're perfect at it but I think we're pretty close right. anyway so. That part takes some time. That's why I didn't know if you were really asking about that part. But uploading the lists, um, I mean, it's attaching... For me, it's three documents. So as long as Mm -hmm. those are easy to find on my computer, which they are, because I save Mm -hmm. them in the same place every time. Yeah, it's that, and then because we are logged in, it usually pre-populates all of the info, like your name, address, or like our name, because we're we're paying for a service, so they need that information. You agree to their terms. You make sure it's charging the right card. Yeah, click OK. I mean, so it only takes a couple minutes. But it takes a couple. Okay, so if that.
1: So what I can gather from that is we should. How long does it take you to scrub for for one week's worth of mailings? Which uh, remind people um, how many we're doing right now.
0: Two hundred a week.
1: Two hundred offers a week that we're offering landowners offers for their land.
0: Um, so I guess it just depends on the list.
1: So we have multiple lists for a couple different locations, and they're both mm-hmm. in what we've told you: Mojave County and Costia County, Arizona and Colorado, and. Each week, when Liz prepare or when <laughs> Liz prepares a list, she's going through and making sure that we don't we're not sending multiple letters to a certain person, or there's a couple other cri- criteria that she would eliminate some of the. Um, you
0: mean like the fields, like? Yeah, there,
1: there's a couple other things that would eliminate sending a letter to. to oh recipients.
0: right, like if they're a business and not a person. Right, like or if I the eliminate. land is
1: worth more than a certain amount, or things yeah. like that.
0: Yeah. And so um, okay so
1: so you're so that's called scrubbing is yeah. getting rid of the ones you're not going to mail to.
0: Yeah. So I mean it could take 10 minutes but I feel like sometimes it could take 15 to half an hour. Okay. And so are you're I would venture to guess that you're mm-hmm. saying that would be an easy thing to outsource. Yes. Which it almost would
1: be. everybody who does this yeah. does that. Yeah. Every, almost everybody could. who is in the land business outsources scrubbing. They don't yep. scrub anymore.
0: Yeah, I yeah. And so,
1: we... Mm-hmm, go on. What are, the, what are the... Do you have any idea how long the last two or three lists I gave you were? Like, just some general guess about how long, how many people there were on there? Are on the list? Yeah, when I first sent them to you.
0: Oh, gosh. Well, the f- the first two that we've been working on the longest... I mean, those, it's thousands upon thousands, but then you, okay. you've given me other ones that were for other places and that might be 1,000. Okay.
1: So, and if we're doing like typically what we do- And before scrubbing. These aren't- Before scrubbing. Right. Right. So, let's say it's 1,000. By the time you're done scrubbing, it could be 300. You don't know um Correct. sometimes it's like oh government owns this whole 25 it wouldn't be 25 square miles the way we do it but you you know what i mean like a lot of these properties could be government owned or one company could own a whole big section of land or whatever but so so just through having this conversation i know that we do not need to outsource the the uploading to our offers the owner site because you know Couple two minutes. to five minutes a week Easy. who cares whatever but the scrubbing we could do let's let's say four hours worth of work we could we could send that to fiverr or upwork have those done for us for yeah for i mean for like two three dollars an hour something like that our time is worth a lot more than that even yeah i mean obviously you get paid five times that much at your job just doing what you do right now and i purport that you make way less than your work worth so um we should be outsourcing that yeah i, I agree. mean i should i should get these lists the way i get them and maybe we'll have an episode about how i get it's really easy but it's hard to do without a visual aid but i i can easily get yeah. I, I could easily get an entire county list in about 30 seconds and then take me another like five minutes to eliminate the the fields we don't care about that are just like extra information and then that list is ready to be scrubbed and we could send that even if that list took 24 hours to scrub i could pay someone on one of those sites with virtual assistants to scrub it for us for 50 bucks yep. and we wouldn't have to scrub a list for the next <laughs> decade i don't know that's <laughs> a joke but you know what i mean right yeah yeah Hey guys, I want to take a quick second to play a clip of our newest Patreon bonus content. The full length audio of this is about one minute long and it is not bleeped on our Patreon page. All you have to do is become a five dollar a month patron uh, and you can listen to this uncensored. Man, f you cocksuckin' fing motherfuckers.
0: Why don't you motherfuckers eat shit and f and die? How about that?
1: Like I said, it's just a small clip. If you'd like to hear the part about finding us and feeding us to crocodiles, go over to Patreon. Now back to the show. So this, it's kind of tied into what we were talking about, but so we're not, I don't want to create a business where I am the business because that's where.
0: Then you're working and it's, it's, it becomes your soul crushing job again.
1: Right. Yes. I don't want to create another job for myself, which is what I've done right now, but my job is easier than my last job. So that's, it's like a stepping stone kind of thing and it's much more pleasurable and easy and about half the hours I was working, uh, don't I wouldn't have to commute.
0: necessarily say it's easier. But I think because of the hours, like the time it affords you, and the fulfillment, I guess one's physically
1: easy and one's mentally easy. Okay. So maybe that's a wash. I don't know.
0: Maybe. So I don't
1: yeah. know. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. So yeah, so
0: if it was super easy, I'm just saying. I don't want you to give the wrong impression because it is work. It's and I it think is. you could argue it's hard. Work. You have to know shit. Yeah, you know have, how to, you do have shit. to work hard at it. I think. Yeah, it's so true.
1: I have to do th- and I have to put myself so in situations yeah. and do things I don't want to do. I, I mean, yeah. I have to do like sales calls, which not everybody's comfortable with. Like, it's not my favorite thing to do. Like, I'm okay i'm decent at it i'm kind of middle of the road at it i don't like what feels like doing a cold call just like you get a message and like the angry people that call and leave us as messages that you hear on our ads and stuff like that like the best practice like the the thing i should be doing is still calling those people back and still trying to work out a deal with them but i don't and that's like
0: or even getting information like let's say even your goal isn't to get to To still buy their land, I've heard at the boot camps that uh-huh. that part of it is also just saying, "Hey, you're upset. Like, I'd love to talk to you about that and just see." Right, what makes you so upset? What about makes this? you upset because you can learn from that. And yeah. then I think they may be jokingly You're, were like, right. And, and sometimes it results in a sale or anyway. Yeah.
1: I have called some angry people back, not the m- most irate ones and just been like, well, look, you know, first off, we mail a whole bunch of these at a time. We don't do individual research. So maybe there's something about your piece of property we don't know about that makes it worth more. Can you tell me anything about it? Is there anything that like, is there any improvements that I don't? I didn't realize we're there is it especially a nice place for some reason do you have water or mineral right. rights that other people around you don't have like is there any reason it would be worth a lot more than any place around it and usually they of the people i've talked to about that they usually don't really <laughs> know anything about it to be so defensive about it like they right other like oh the- no i don't know it doesn't know it doesn't have any of those things it's nothing special but i paid this much for it. their usual main defense is i paid this i paid x do- x amount of dollars for it 20 years ago also I've been paying taxes on it the whole time as in that's that's a just a flaw in thinking that paying taxes on something over time makes it more valuable it doesn't it just means you got fleece for some of your money while you owned it so that's unfortunate <laughs> anyway anyway
0: I don't want you to be digressing oh that's um, what this
1: whole episode is <laughs> no yeah so, so business
0: so efficiencies
1: so being away from our business for I mean I guess it was probably close to nine days total and I'm also taking I took the time off when we came back to so it's going to be closer to two weeks really yeah. that time it's all said and done based on travel time and all that kind of stuff our business didn't do anything which means our business isn't at the place where i'd like it to be of course and which means our business to the extent that it wasn't efficient while we weren't here it's not it is not a business i am a business and to the extent that I am a business, I have a job. <laughs> <laughs> so you realize this. So Had
0: this realization or like dang.
1: I, I knew it before we went. I knew it before because this is this is a transition. It's it's not I'm not jobless. I do have a job. And so maybe the thing it it makes me realize is the more time I spend working on the job, the better. So I say on the job and in the job and I try to make that distinction a lot on this show and, and basically what I I think I've made it clear but just just to be clear like well I already said it in this episode it's making the business more efficient is working on the job and doing the things that make money is working in the job and eventually I don't want to be the person that makes money for our business I want to be the person that tells the people who make money for me what to do and how to do it better and Mm -hmm. to be more efficient so we're not there yet but we've come a long way in a year and a half and I mean we work with other people who do some of the tedious things for us. So to that extent, we're more efficient than we were than we began with.
0: So in your mind, do do you think that maybe one of the next immediate stepping stones are to work on that aspect of it, the outsourcing, even if it costs money? So that's where
1: we come into the sticky territory because we're in this. So we put ourselves in this situation somewhat intentionally like because I knew I'm like right on the fringe of being able to quit my job. And because of my confidence in what we're doing and belief in ourselves and the business we took a bit of a leap of faith. And just like Indiana Jones when he's going to get that Holy Grail.
0: Ooh, good movie reference. Nailed it.
1: (laughs) But so... (laughs) We yeah. <laughs> so we're in the bumpy transition period right now which was kind of ineb- inevitable unless mm-hmm. we were going to just mm-hmm. play it safe which was never going to be the right way to guess where we wanted to go I don't think so at w- the
0: same time though sorry do, no, you, go ahead. do you need to finish that thought? no that was it I mean, does it make you feel still somewhat confident and proud that we took a vacation? Because I think some people who might be in your position who Mm -hmm. are running a business, like let's say they opened a coffee shop. Yeah. Or I mean, which, okay, so that takes employees. Let's say it's something that I need to think of a better example. Um,
1: They're a mechanic working for themselves.
0: Yeah. They're a mechanic working for themselves out of a Mm -hmm. garage. You know, they they have that, but they're gone. Mm Mm-hmm or they want to take a vacation. Yeah. So how much harder do you think it is for that person to do that compared to you and the business that you chose? Mm. Or or yeah. I guess would it make you question whether or not you should have taken a vacation versus like, okay, I'm making a choice. I can do this. We're not where we are, but like I'm in the place that we can say yes. I mean, to be yeah. fair, I think we were going to do it anyway because the tickets were bought way, you know, before you had preemptively quit your job yeah but
1: so i think
0: so anyway there's a lot of factors that's all i was gonna say it's yeah. not as easy as like yeah w- you know well we i think still i think, have gone
1: i think but. our business is set up to be the take two weeks off business model and the mechanic is not unless he wants to start his own jiffy lube you know like if he wants to be a business owner really and not owner operator and that's the yeah. difference i don't want to be owner operator i just want to be owner And so there's, there's, there's one that's really important is the business model. Like it, do you own a business where you can entirely or almost entirely take yourself out of it? So Mm -hmm. that's, that's a huge reason why I chose this right because you can remove yourself over time that's a real business to me so i mean working for yourself as your own employee where you can make more money than working for somebody else has its own benefits and you know you can be in control of your own time but that's the thing where it's like yeah if if you work like if you provide a service for a living and you're the only one who can provide that service if you take a vacation or you get sick then you're out on that money and you're like you are irreplaceable so when you retire you have nothing if you become depending on your type of work if you become physically disabled you don't have a company anymore that's not what we're trying to build we're trying to build a company that can work without us doesn't matter if yeah I live in America it doesn't matter you know I don't have to come in physical contact with anybody I can lose my leg or arm and and we still have a business yeah. So there, there is a difference. And that's something you have to think long and hard about before you start a business. So and coming from someone who just started a business like, you know, not not trying to hand down <laughs> life lessons here or anything. But, you know, that that has to go into your equation. Yeah. So uh, we want to own a business that we don't have to work for.
0: Right. And I think it's funny you're talking about efficiencies because. I think that's also exactly why, and we've talked about it, but maybe not use these words to describe it. It's why you chose this specific business. Mm -hmm. Because I think we've talked about how it's like owning a franchise in a way we kind of brought, we bought into the system to learn it. Right. But I mean, there's so many franchises out there you can buy that you have to work so hard in i feel like you like through listening to podcasts and kind of systematically doing research and eliminating other things um like more like property management that that can just be harder to get into like there would be so many steps for us just to save and get to the point to enter that field to enter that business that at that point is it efficient for us right it's not time efficient for us so it's time efficient for us to just start this Mm -hmm. and in a year and a half now you're working for yourself so you are the owner operator but at the same time the route you chose got you there quicker than if we tried to open our own mcdonald's
1: oh sure yeah like
0: just because we we are we have humble means at this point in our lives right so, I mean, for other people, if you're able to get into a business and a franchise and you have the capital or the, the means, the, it, you know, however you want to do it and take a loan, like maybe you all out there doing that can get super, you know, efficient very quickly right? and, and just get there quicker and, and just be the owner. And that's great for us. I would say it just wasn't an option or, an, or we didn't want it to be an option. Right. Um. Yeah so
1: I, de- I I definitely definitely so I think I mentioned this earlier I won't dive too deep because is kind of off topic but yeah how just going back to how I picked it like was because I wanted to get into real estate and so of the real estate options this was just really I mean, the, the best model had the lowest price of entry had the least headaches most scalable is like if you had yeah. to, if you had like t- maybe we should do this for an episode or something but like if you have like Uh, a one to ten scale on like the viability of creating a business using certain types of real estate I feel like it marked on the top of them for like probably the four or five most important ones to me so didn't need the money didn't really need that much knowledge right don't have the headaches (laughs) don't doesn't take that much time and eventually you can eliminate yourself like and you can live anywhere or, mm-hmm. you know, go wherever As long as you have internet yeah. As we experienced these last two weeks But, I mean, those are, like, all huge Those are probably, like, my most important things Like, yeah, low cost of entry Doesn't take a lot of time Yeah, and all those things Yeah, so, so
0: I think, yeah You you falling in love with this model Well, you mm-hmm. know, maybe air quote Falling in love um, I'm um, deep in
1: love Deep oh. in love No, I'm just
0: kidding <laughs> um, I think that the efficiency part I think that's the
1: next thing I'm going to fall in love with Is making this more efficient yeah. So I, I fell in love with it for, for all those reasons I just mentioned, but I think like probably for the rest of this year, at least I will be just kind of, like I said, working kind of half time for myself to, to make it like the most lucrative year that we've ever had, uh, which is my real goal. I mean, we have the goal of 50 properties, which would by far demolish any amount of money we've ever made before if we hit that goal. But I mean, my real goal is to bring in more money and hopefully way more money than we've ever earned before. And then next year, I'll start working on that next goal of phasing myself out. I mean, unless we have like two huge months in a row or something, then I can start working on it early. But that's kind of my strategy moving forward, just looking into the future.
0: Yeah. So So I like that goal.
1: Yeah. Any other comments about efficiency?
0: No, I think you're good.
1: All right. Well, it's time to get back to binge watching Stranger Things, I think. I love it. Yeah. Peace and, out. And we'll get we'll talk to you on Monday. Bye. Thanks for listening to When Can I Quit My Job? Please remember to support the show by visiting whencaniquitmyjobshow.com and clicking the Patreon and Amazon links. Also subscribe, rate and review the show on iTunes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Tell your friends about us. Liz and Noah are not financial or legal advisors, and all information given on this podcast should be consumed for entertainment purposes only.